Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey, this is the national treasure, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, he is the Stallion, I am the Enforcer, and this week we have a very special guest. We are joined by the American Kaiju, Lindsay Snow. Lindsay, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us in the show tonight. We really appreciate having you here. Oh, thanks, guys, for working with me. Listen, yeah, it's been kind of, like, hit and miss, but we finally made it happen. We did. Thank you for working with us. I saw on Instagram this morning at, like, 4 o'clock, you were in the gym, and it's 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time right now, so you've had quite the long day. Yeah, that's, that's kind of just, like, how I do it. I'm just a crazy person. I can't stop training. There are far worse things, you know, to spend your time and energy doing. So I thank you. I know you said you have a long drive. So I hope uh, hope you get home fast. You get to recover. You enjoy the smoothie. But listen, there is so you have so much going on right now. It's been such a crazy last, I would say, I don't know, two months for you. Um, I have to ask you, if you go to your Twitter, there's a pinned tweet up top. And I believe the quote says, if you're going to be unprofessional and try to hurt me, I'll do you one better and tear your knee apart. And then there's just an awesome video attached to it. Can you tell me what happened in that tweet? Um, Yeah. Uh, So in that tweet, um, I'm like 135 pounds, maybe 140. And the chick that I'm wrestling is probably like 250. Um, but anyways, you know how wrestling goes. You tell people, you know, what you feel comfortable taking from them and what you don't feel comfortable taking from them. And it's just a lot of respect here and respect there. And, um, the girl chose to be, uh, she chose to have like a lack of respect for me. And, um, she tried to put me in a wheelchair. She like 
threw me down neck first and um she was really reckless and she's been known to be reckless um so she just picked the wrong one that day she didn't do her homework on me she had no idea who i was and uh she learned that day yeah um it was awesome in the video in the context not what she did to you but i mean the double leg into a leg drag right into a heel hook i mean that was just it's okay now that there's you know because when you go to your twitter it's a pin tweet up top so like that kind of, i don't think anybody will ever make that mistake ever again so kudos to you for standing up you know, in such an awesome way thank yeah thank you um i wish that like more people would stand up for themselves instead of like letting other people take advantage of them because like that's kind of like my whole stance in wrestling like that's what I believe in that's what I stand for because like I'm not a very large person by any means I'm five foot two you know but uh I've been you know I've been bullied in my life like in my life and I've been put in unfortunate circumstances and um I kind of just, like, I want to show people, like, hey, like, it's okay for you to stand up for yourself. Like, you don't have to feel bad if somebody does something that you don't like. Put them in their place. Tell them what time it is. For sure. Is that why you started training uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Is that around the same time when you were, like, I am just had it and it's time to fight back kind of deal? Um, yeah, actually, that's a, I, I, was a, I was in a not very good relationship, and... Uh, I was pushed to my limits, and I pretty much decided that I was never going to let anything that happened to me like that happen to me again. And so I started training jiu-jitsu because I wanted to learn how to defend myself. And um, I pretty much just reached a point in my life where I wasn't going to, like, let anybody tell me what to do anymore or tell me how to live my life. And um, jujitsu is something that I've always had a passion for, just like pro wrestling. Like I've always, I've always like thought that I should be doing it, but um, I had a lot of negative reaction uh, from people that were close to me whenever I would say that I wanted to do that. And, um, you know, when you're in relationships with people, like you kind of like, you kind of, not necessarily are subservient to them, but like you don't want to do something that they disapprove of. And, um, now that, uh, I have a, I'm in a really, really good relationship now. And, um, my boyfriend is Shannon Moore and he's like, just like, he's like the most supportive person that you could ever hope to be with. Like he's literally like, he pushes me and makes me want to be better. And like everything that I want to do, he supports it. And it's, um, it's like a, a breath of fresh air pretty much. So I, um, I definitely have like switched the tables up for myself. Yeah. I mean, he was also in that photo at the gym at four fifty something AM. So you can't find much more support <laughs> than that. That is a, that's a power team is what that is. Um, right. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> How long have you uh, been training jiu-jitsu? Um, I've been training jiu-jitsu since 2014. Okay. Uh, toughest question of the day. Train gi or train no gi? And which one do you like better? Um, I train both, but I prefer no gi. I like to compete in no gi because I like to, uh, I like to do heel hooks, and they're illegal in the gi. They are not IBJJF legal. So I do mean things like neck cranks and leg locks 
and <laughs> all <laughs> like toeholds and stuff like that. Sure, so all the stuff I'm, that's kind of frowned upon in like the traditional quote unquote uh, jujitsu, right? That's more like the catch stuff. I think we were talking last week about like the uh, the Texas clover leaf, aka the clover lock, and all that stuff. That yep. it's such a different aspect that I feel like. Even in, you know, MMA and when you watch the UFC, I think leg locks and toe holds and all that stuff are so underutilized. Uh, it's such a different aspect to the game. It makes it so much more fun. They really are. I feel like people are ignoring half of the body whenever, you know, those are just like, uh, I believe like Eric Paulson, he has like a meme that's kind of funny. <laughs> it's like him playing like open guard and he's like, what's open guard? You mean leg locks? <laughs> I mean, it's open guard, it's literally giving you leg locks short, and especially in competitive jiu-jitsu. I mean, you can't strike. So one of the biggest things about when you're diving for leg locks in MMA is you put yourself in a bad position, you know, and you're very vulnerable. But in jiu-jitsu and combat jiu-jitsu, I mean, there, there's no striking to the head. So why not? Plus, it's, I mean, it's how cool is it to say you hit somebody with a sharpshooter or a Boston Crab in, you know, in jiu-jitsu? That's awesome. Right? I um, I always mess with my training partners, like, all the time. And they're like, damn it, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Trying out the words go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, speaking of uh, jiu-jitsu, a couple weeks ago, uh, Josh Barnett's blood sport. It was you and Sumi Sakai, the first ever women to compete uh, under Josh Barnett's blood sport rules. And what I want to make sure everybody knows is that you guys were, um, there was the Rory Gulak match that was first, and you guys were second on the pre-show. So if you want to check it out, just go to Fight TV, type in Josh Barnett Bloodsport, and it's actually there for free. So go yep. check out that match, and tell me about your first experience in Bloodsport. Oh, man, it was such a huge honor. Like, I just, I can't even thank Josh enough for, you know, giving me that opportunity, giving me that fight with Sumi, like, of all people, she's a legend, you know, and, like, I've been wanting to wrestle her for, like, the longest time, and, uh, you know, she's a shooter, so it's, like, oh, it just made perfect sense, you know, we're around the same size, I've, uh, I probably got, like, a couple pounds on her, um, well, I definitely have a couple pounds on her, let's just be honest, um, <laughs> 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 but, like, she, she's, like, Seriously, like, she's super supportive, too, especially of women's wrestling. And, um, you know, she, like, I couldn't have asked for a better opponent, honestly. Like, I think that we had a pretty solid match. And um, I think that, you know, I, I, I really hope that uh, Josh calls me back to do it again. Yeah, and Sumi, she's been around the game for so long. I mean, and you can't tell by her in-ring style. It's not like she's... You know, lumbering around the ring, she's still as sharp as ever. Kind of reminds me of like a Minoru Suzuki, where like you look at their resume and you're like, oh my goodness, you started wrestling in the late, you know, in the 80s. It's absolutely crazy. Do you but, know how uh, old she is? 40. She's 47. Jeez, wow. I mean, and she's still putting on great matches and her, you know, in ring and Women of Honor, of course. And, but the match that you guys had, it was, I mean, do you feel like, you have to be a fan of catch wrestling, of jiu-jitsu, to appreciate blood sport, or do you think there's a possibility for more of a crossover from the quote-unquote casual fan? I mean, I um, I feel like so it's kind of iffy, all right. 
Because, like, I've had fans of pro wrestling tell me that they specifically watched Bloodsport because of my match. And they enjoyed the whole show. Like, my mom and dad, actually, they went to Atlantic City to go support me. And um, my mom and dad, like, they're huge pro wrestling fans. And uh, to actually get them up there to watch Bloodsport, I was like... I kind of tried to explain to them a little bit about it, like, beforehand, because, like, I didn't want my my parents to, like, freak out, you know, like, because they had never seen anything quite, like, that brutal, or they've never seen me do anything quite that brutal before. So, um, I kind of, like, try to give them a heads up, but, like, you know what? Like, my parents absolutely loved that show. That's awesome. And, like, yeah, yeah they... They ate it up, hook, line, and sinker. Like, they were just like, holy crap, what did we just come here to witness, you know? Yeah, because it's not, I mean, it is pro wrestling. It kind of reminds me of the old, like, it's got the pancreas. UFWI. UWFI, yes, of course, yeah. Yeah, UWFI, yeah. Yeah, Little Guido from ECW used to wrestle his such good stuff, the Sicilian shooter. But, yeah, it's got that. You know, a realistic, a gritty feel to it. And I think whoever put that show, I know it was Josh Bournette's Bloodsport, but whoever booked that show and the talent on that show, like, it could not have been any better. Um, the Minimal Man versus Timothy Thatcher. I mean, just all the guys. Oh, my like, God. Hard. And uh, AK, Sienna. I know there's been a lot of talk on Twitter. A lot of people want to see you versus Allison K at the next blood sport. Is that something, is there a Twitter campaign? Do we hashtag something? How do we make that happen? Um, I have no idea how to make it happen, but, uh, literally like that night after it was all said and done, I was like talking to Josh cause Josh is the one that booked it all. And, uh, I was like, Hey, I really, really want like another opportunity to do this. And he was like, Oh, we'll see. We'll see if that can happen or whatever. And then like, I go, I want to fight her. And I went into AK because like, I love, I love AK. I love her so much. And I would love to just like put on a clinic with her. Like, I know she's super, super badass. So I feel like. If, if there's anybody that I really want to do that with, it would be her. Because, like, I already had, like, the opportunity of a lifetime to to wrestle Zumi on that stage. Like, I would just love to wrestle AK. Yeah, so it sounds like Josh Barnett is the person that we will send our uh, very well-spirited tweets towards in regards to his next blood sports <laughs> show. But, uh, you know... If For sure. Happen- and then, uh... Go ahead, sorry. Game Changer Wrestling, too. Uh, Brett... Brett Lauderdale. Gotcha. So we'll make they're, sure to get they're that, the ones that, put it on. that campaign going on tomorrow. So you <laughs> said your, uh, your parents were big fans of pro wrestling. Were they fans of pro wrestling before you made that your career? Or is that something they you know learned to love? So, um, like, my dad and I would watch pro wrestling when I was younger. And, like, that's what he's originally, like, who I, like, got the pro wrestling bug from with my dad because like we would you know we would raise our eyebrows at each other and he would like imitate the rock and you know like I it was just like one of those things one of those like childhood things that you just do with your parents you know and um 
slowly like it evolved and then like uh, I moved out and I started tattooing and stuff like that and um, kind of like dissipated into the background for a little bit and then um, whenever I started wrestling again my mom or whenever I started pro wrestling whenever I started bringing pro wrestling like back into the conversations and stuff my mom was like are you sure this is like what you want to do you know cause she was worried about me getting hurt and everything and then uh, I came to one of my matches and as soon as my mom came to one of my matches, like, they had never seen me compete in, like, jiu-jitsu or anything like that. So, like, they didn't they didn't really, like, know how skilled I am and, like, how athletic I am. And so, like, they came to one of my matches. And um, honestly, like, they didn't become really big fans of pro wrestling, like, super big fans of pro wrestling until I started dating Shannon. And Shannon, like Shannon, has like converted my parents into like the biggest pro wrestling fans, and like I don't think that I could have done it by myself, like alone. You know, like sure. I mean, listen, there's one thing to get the approval of the parents; there's a whole other thing to turn them into diehard pro wrestling fans. Yeah, my mom is like constantly like sharing all of my Facebook stuff you know and like she just retired but she was a registered nurse right so like she's friends with like all these doctors and stuff on her Facebook and like oh, she's no. sharing pictures of, <laughs> of me like making people bleed in Puerto Rico and stuff and she's just like yeah that's my girl that's my daughter oh, man. yeah that's awesome so you you and your father grew up watching wrestling, so I'm going to ask you the toughest question that we have. It's a question that we ask every single person that comes on the show. It is the question that divides the All Night Long Wrestling podcast right down the middle. Right now, if you had to choose one all time, would it be Shawn Michaels or would it be Bret Hart? You only get to choose one. Shawn Michaels. Well, that makes me three and 60 or so on this uh, debate here. It seems like everybody in the world is Team Shawn Michaels. I will go back to my cave now, but that's just uh, one of the things that really breaks up the band here. But so you so you were more, I guess, growing up, like watching Shawn, the aerial stuff, the promos, the attitude era kind of deal. That's really what drew you in for Shawn? Um, yeah, but honestly, like, I... I like, I love Sean, don't get me wrong, but, like, Eddie and Chris Benoit were, like, my ultimate favorites. Absolutely. Were you watching ECW, or was this, like, once they came to WWE kind of time? ECW, and, like, even before ECW, when Chris was in Japan. Oh, absolutely, and the uh, Super J Cup back in the day, yeah, so ECW, I mean, and then when they became the New Radicals, I feel like they were able to bridge the gap between the hard-hitting... Almost kind of super juniors, but like they had enough size to make it, you know, it look very believable with the heavyweights. And I feel like without the Eddie, the Chris Benoit, the Chris Jericho kind of era, there wouldn't be as much of an acceptance today, if that makes sense. I agree. I also feel like um, today, like the guys just aren't as big as they were. No, because it's, listen, it's more realistic. Uh, you. If you're watching MMA, would you rather watch a heavyweight fight or would you like uh, rather watch like a Joe Benavidez, you know, um, Henry Cejudo? Like the, I just feel like the talent, not necessarily the talent, but maybe the the speed is really in the lower weight classes. When you had guys like Hercules and the Barbarian, they definitely had their 
their spot. But if you're looking for raw talent and you know wrestling in a professional wrestling match, I don't think those big juiced up guys are, are really what people are looking for anymore. Yeah, so I actually like came up watching Pride, and um, that was like my favorite fighting championship. It was Pride um, because of like the guys like Fedor and like Don Fry and like Takayama. Vandalay Silva. <laughs> yes, like I, I love seeing big dudes like just like mess each other up. Like that, like I love that. <laughs> Pride, I and there were like big dudes that can move too. You know? Yeah, Kevin Randleman was it, the monster Randleman. Yeah, the best grow. I'm so glad you said that. The heavyweight Grand Prix. You had Nogueira, Sergey Heratonov, and also the rule yeah, set. Big oh, so big yeah, big The rule set was so much better. Mhm. Than the uh, than the, the new, were legal. Yep, stops. <laughs> you couldn't just dive it. You couldn't do an ankle pick from like 40 feet away and not get punted in the head. Vandalay Silva, Shogun mm-hmm. Ninja. Yes, those are the days of MMA. Do you still keep up with MMA? Like, do you still watch it? Um, I do occasionally because, like, a lot of my friends fight MMA. So, um, like, I'm still watching, like, Bellator and stuff like that. But, like, um, uh, actually, a friend of mine, uh, she just made her, like, UFC debut not too long ago. But it was, like, on FS1. So, like, I don't think, like, a lot of people got to see it. But, um, yeah, like, I'm still I'm still keeping up with it. Um it's it's just not as interesting to me as pro wrestling is right now. As weird as that sounds, like I still I still follow it, you know. And like, there's still like a couple of fighters that like I I really dig. Um, I'm but so, like, uh, I'm sorry, I'm so glad you just said that. We actually um, just interviewed Anthony Gutierrez about like three hours ago, and he, you know. Oh, sh- all the three MMA record and he's a big MMA fan, but he kind of said the same thing. Like he like MMA was such a big thing for so long, but the interest in MMA kind of dwindled down and pro wrestling. I don't want to say it's become cool again, but it's almost become like the in thing now. Right. I think pro wrestling has grown so much and I don't want to disrespect anybody in saying like in regards to the UFC, but I feel like in the UFC, like it's become very watered down and it hasn't been, there haven't been maybe those personalities that there were maybe 10 years ago or the level of fighting that you would see in the, in pride back in the day when they had like the grand prix and things like that. It just hasn't been as like interesting. Sakuraba, like they, they have the characters, the characters are what sell tickets. Like you don't have the chill sun in right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people that could cut from us, like you don't have that right now in the UFC. So that why is there an interest to watch a fight? Like why did there's like as much as people want to hate on pro wrestling and storylines and whatnot, like at least there's a reason why these dudes are fighting or these chicks are fighting, you know, like there's beef or whatever. Like yeah, you're emotionally invested in something. Like when I I remember yeah. Chuck versus Tito. The first Chuck versus Tito fight, I was literally glued to my television because it was such a long quote unquote feud. It had so much, you right. know. Yeah, I was so invested in both of those guys as individuals. I was like, I can't wait to see what happens. And now, like, there's just, I, I feel like the biggest star in the UFC is Dana White. And that, I mean, that, it, that shouldn't uh, be, you know? Right? Yeah. Dude, you're so on point with that. You're so on point with that. I, I mean, I grew up, uh, when I was first watching MMA, my favorite fighter was Phil Baroni, the New York badass. That dude yeah. 
He could talk me into <laughs> anything. It's the ability Dude, to cut a promo. Yes. yes. So I loved Don Fry. Oh, yeah. when he, he wrestled Ken <laughs> Shamrock, the pre-fight for that was amazing. It was like, oh, man, these two dudes are literally, they're going to kill each other. You know, it's like, I'm so... Mm-hmm. And I, I, there's nothing to that. I mean, there's the Conor McGregor, and I get that, and everybody loves Conor McGregor. I um, was never a huge fan of Conor McGregor. I mean, just that I feel like the, the legends of the sport, too, like, you, all due respect to Fedor, he's still fighting, but, you know, is a victory over Fedor now, does it really mean much? It, at it his, doesn't mean the same. No, it doesn't I, mean I remember the same. When You're fighting... When Verdum submitted him, it was like, okay, he was still undefeated. That was huge. But since then, I mean, it's yeah. and it, it's tough to see the people that, like, you know, you idolize getting older, right? And, like, not being yeah. who they were. Like, Vanderlei Silva is uh, – Vanderlei Silva is fighting Mark Hunt bare knuckle. I don't know if you heard that. I have not heard that, and that is crazy as hell. Yeah, like, that That shouldn't be. The Why guy, would you do that? I, I, he, he's like 46, 47. He's been in... I I'll, I mean, I'll watch him fight forever, don't get me wrong, but I feel like it's just those personalities. They, the guy was called the axe murderer. Like, I had to tune in when he was fighting, and now you have The Ultimate Fighter season 405, and it's like, oh, it's like the same stuff over and over again. But that's why... Right. It's the same program. Exactly, and there's nothing that... And when... Not to go off on a UFC tangent, but when they made everybody become sponsored by Reebok, there was no individuality. Everybody was wearing the exact same tracksuit, the exact same jumpsuit. It was like, oh, what am I'm just looking yeah. at? I'm like watching a video game and like watching the same people fight. But I think that's why taking it back to pro wrestling now with this with the social media and all these other avenues of getting content across that the individuality <laughs> is now more than ever. And you could really. You know, you could really show who you are through whether YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, social media, and people are able to get such a vested interest in you that they they're able to follow you now. You know, wrestle in all these different places, and I think it's probably the best time to be a fan of professional wrestling. I agree, and there's also like that little bit of like where the fans can actually see like into the life of a pro wrestler and they kind of like get like they get to live vicariously through you you know like seeing what you're doing and like keeping up with you because like i have people that like legit like follow what what i do and like it's it's really a crazy feeling whenever you know i'll meet somebody at a show and they'll be like oh i was so and so you know like <laughs> you're like how do you know me about yeah, it's, it's wild. <laughs> you know, and then I get, like, really creepy people that are, like, um, <laughs> that are, like, I like some guy, like, congratulated me out in public, and, like, I was, like, oh, like, thank you, you know, like, he congratulated me for, like, winning a title um, a couple weeks ago, you know, and I was, like, oh, thank you. Are we friends on the internet? <laughs> and he was, like... No, I just Google you once a week. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. I would have preferred if you just told me you had Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. I Google you once a week is... I don't know. I know you've got, and I'll get to it, a great store on ProWrestlingTees.com. But if you could make an I Google you once a week shirt, I'm sure that would sell like crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't even know how, how. Oh man, I'd have to use like the eye emojis <laughs> <laughs> for the for the double O. 
Well, listen, speaking of, you know, following you everywhere you go, I said you had a busy couple of weeks. Of course, we had the blood sport and then um, Shine 61. You were up in um, you were up in New York, you teamed with Genevon Muscles, and you took on better than you. I know you've wrestled for Shine before. That match got, um, you know, it got, this is awesome chance. It got, uh, you know, definitely a round of applause afterwards. Everybody was standing. Are you going to be more of a fixture in uh, Shine going forward? Um, I believe so. I know that uh, I'm booked on another show for their next Shine. But, uh, yeah, they've they've shown a lot of interest in me, um, especially as of lately. Like, uh, I've, I've done, I think, like, three of their last shows. Like, so yeah, they're, um, they're definitely interested in, in keeping me on the roster and I like being a part of it. Like I really dig all the girls in the locker room and, um, there's a lot of really good talent there. So yeah, man, um, I've, I love being a part of that roster. Yeah, I think WWN uh, does a great job with both Shine, um, Evolve, FIP, ACE. I mean, I think they're a really um, underrated parent company of all those guys. And, you know, Shine, I mean, top to bottom, Mercedes Martinez, AK, Ivelisse, they do um, such a good job in kind of like Evolve, like blending different styles together. And as a professional wrestler, I feel like it's, you know, you're not pigeonholed into one particular style. And there's so many different women on that roster that can, you know, have a different types of matches. And it's so, as a fan, it's so easy to watch because not every match is the same. Not every person on the show wrestles the same way. And there's a lot more individuality now, um, I feel like, than there has been ever before. Um, speaking of individuality, I, I agree. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, oh, sorry. I was going to say, I, I agree 100%. I'm actually, um, this weekend, uh, on Saturday, I'm wrestling for PWX. I'm wrestling Shopsy. Oh, wow. Um, oh, that's Shopsy. a good match. Yeah, and then Evolve is, like, right after that. I just wanted to throw that in there, because they're doing, like, a, a tag-up, like, show. Oh, Right, the uh, the PWX with I forget his name um for Gabe Sapolsky from ECW. Oh, that that's awesome. So that should be a great weekend. Is PWX going to be televised anywhere? Uh, I have no idea. I'll keep sharing stuff though. Like they keep tagging me in um in information, so I'll just keep putting it out there. That's awesome. That that's going to be a really good weekend of wrestling. And you know, Evolve does the same thing. Evolve, you know, they bring in the. Uh, I don't want to say it's a feeder system because I think that's a bad term. But Evolve is really directly related to um, NXT and NXT. the WWE Network. Yeah, and they bring in a lot of the NXT talent to wrestle on Evolve. So my question is, when are they going to start bringing in the NXT women to wrestle on Shine? When will that happen? And B, who would you like to see come to Shine and you get to wrestle? Oh man, um, I would love to wrestle Shayna Baszler. Um, I've trained with her before, and I think that we would tear it up. Um, I've trained with her, Marina Shafir, and Jessamine Duke. I would rip it up with all those ladies because we're all shooters. Um, I would love to wrestle Io Shirai for sure, Candice LeRae for sure. All those women, like, there's so much talent at NXT right now. Are you kidding me? Like, I would die to get in the ring with any of those girls. I feel like they all have something different to offer. And, um, yeah, shoot. <laughs> Top pick, though, Shayna. 
Shayna, that would be a great match. And Shayna, another one that made such a, uh, a seamless transition from MMA into pro wrestling. I think that would be awesome. And I hope, I hope we get to see that. I know that, you know, um, Cassius Ono, uh, Babatunde, Arturo Huas, and Austin Theory now on NXT coming over back to um, Evolve. So there's no reason we couldn't see that happen. And there's no reason they couldn't put it on the WWE Network, which they did with the Evolve 10th anniversary show. Have there been any rumblings that you've heard of of there being future Evolve shows on the network? Um, I have no idea, honestly. I know that Evolve and Shine are ran by... uh, they're ran by different people, though. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I don't know um, how easy it would be because I know that there's different people in charge of each thing, and I know that like Shine piggybacks off of Evolver, you know, whatever it is that they piggyback off of each other. So that's how they're able to do shows together, and um, they just it's just. It's just pretty awesome that, you know, you've got these companies that are willing to work together to make a better product. And that's really what it's all about is just trying to bring the best product to the people and make it the most entertaining. And, um, yeah, it's just a, it's it's a, good been a really wild ride, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, and the, on the 10th anniversary show, they um, on the network, they had the Shine Showcase match, and they had Shotzi on there and Brandy Lorenz. So it's such a good time to be a fan of pro wrestling. I wish all the negativity and the mudslinging and all the, oh, X is better than Z and all that stuff. I wish that could kind of go away and everybody could just, like, appreciate, appreciate. what's out there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And. If it's listen, if it's not your cup of tea, am I going to sit there and watch three hours of Raw? Absolutely not. But am I going to tune into NXT? Sure, I am. Am I going to watch AEW? Yes, but that doesn't mean that people that want to watch Raw are wrong. You know, it's just a different type of show. It's like you like vanilla ice cream, you like chocolate ice cream. Who cares? Everybody likes ice cream. That's how I look at it. Exactly. Um, and you know, speaking of different styles of wrestling, last weekend was it Southern Honor Wrestling? You team with Tommy Dreamer? Against yeah, the, uh, the only picture I saw from that was I believe a chain wrapped around your hand and a light tube being smashed over your back. So tell me what went down in that match. Um, I, I think it was a kendo stick that I got hit with. Oh, it was a kendo but stick. But oh, yeah, it, good lighting. It shattered though. Yeah, I got <laughs> I got a really strong back. Um, <laughs> uh, Jack, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Lots of lap pull downs. I'm with you. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, so that was super, super fun. Um, I don't really ever get to do that much comedy stuff, but um, I got to do like a couple of like pretty funny things with Tommy. And um, he was so good to me. Like, I, I like can't. I can't stop thanking him for the experience because like, man, like he was just like out there talking to me and like, he was just saying like the nicest stuff to me. He was like, man, you were effing brutal. And like, <laughs> it was just, it was super cool. Cause like I'm out there like chopping the crap. Like I literally chopped the life out of David Ali and Tommy was like, Oh my God, like you chop harder than like any dude that I know. I'm like, he didn't really say it like that, but he was just like, you chop hard as hell. 
And uh, I was like, well, Shannon would divorce me if, um, if I didn't. And I was like, we're not even married. And he would divorce me. <laughs> Isn't that so cool? Though? Like a guy like Tommy Dreamer who's been in the business probably, you know, 30 years now. I, you know, it's so cool to be able to give a lot of knowledge to, you know, the next generation and, and work with the younger talent. And I, I think it, it's such a, it was, it's so cool to see just, like you said, so many people working together and everybody wanting to make the quote unquote business a better place. I, I think it's such a good time. I agree. I agree. And like, that was like another thing, like when we were, um, after we were like celebrating our victory and everything, we were like, walking up to the ramp and everything and Tommy was like turn around get like one more bow and and he was like he started yelling like this isn't about my generation this is about your generation you're the new generation and like he just like just I don't know dude I almost started to cry I was like that is like the nicest thing like, that you could ever yeah. say to me you know and for someone like that who's been like I said has been around so long and literally done everything the guys main evented Monday Night Raw and ECW pay-per-views I mean I, I just think that's such a cool thing I mean and he's not wrong. I mean, if you go to your um, your cage match and all the, and all your matches are listed on there, you are insanely busy. So you're a tattoo artist. You train jujitsu. You train and compete in pro wrestling. How how do you fit it all in? What's the secret besides four a.m.? Actually, it's probably the four a.m. workout, right? Yeah, that's when legends get up. Or go to bed. I've seen that meme. It's like four a.m. <laughs> their legends wake up or go to bed. I know I've seen it somewhere. Yep, yep. Yep, that's so. it, man. Um, yeah, uh, lack of sleep fueled by caffeine. <laughs> caffeine? I don't party. Right? Oh, that's... <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. It's about, you know, living a healthy lifestyle, which is definitely different now than it was uh, back in the day. But, you know, you so you have Shotzi coming up this weekend. What's a, what's a short-term goal and what's a long-term goal we can expect? Um, man... Short-term goal. Um, I I really am. Uh, I'm really trying to compete like as much as possible in pro wrestling and in jujitsu competitions. Um, I'm sponsored by Scramble, and uh, I just really want to get like their name out there too more. And um, I want to, you know, I want to definitely get my purple belt. That's a long-term. Uh, goal right there for jujitsu, and um, yeah, I just I, I want to just be able to do this for as long as possible because it really makes me happy, and uh, I also like helping other people out too. So like in class and everything, like I'm always trying to like help people grasp concepts that like I understand that they might not understand, and um, yeah, like helping helping other people, you know. Um, overcome like what what's really like like the stuff that i had to overcome you know sure uh, positive people role in model, situations. you know motivating and i mean you definitely do it all um everybody i want you to go to check pro wrestling tees um pro wrestling tees.com and look in Lindsay snow you have the coolest street fighter 2 inspired t-shirt on there and i want to make sure everybody goes there and checks that out Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that one's like definitely one of my favorite shirt designs ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about um, the one of my. Episodes, so yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, one of my friends that I used to uh, tattoo with, he, he drew that up for me. So that was pretty pretty lucky to have him do that for me. For sure. um, but, yeah, man, uh, well, I, I've got the pro wrestling tees. Um, I just got some trading cards made by uh, Four Corners Cards. Oh, cool. Where can we where can they find those? On are they on your Twitter? Are they gonna have them at shows? Where can we get them? Um, I I bring them to shows with me right now. Um, but yeah, if you just hit me up on Instagram or on Twitter, I can uh, I can make sure that you get one. That, oh, totally. Well, yeah, and we definitely want to get the uh, the link out there for that. And again, Pro Wrestling Tees, Lindsay Snow, Lindsay. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you stopping by the show on your. Very long drive home. We wish you nothing but the best of luck this weekend against Shotzi Blackheart. Thank you so much. And uh, just so you know, um, my name is spelled L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-S-N-O-W. Yeah, because, like, for some reason, nobody can spell it right. So it's Lindsay. It's Lindsay, but it's. It's like one of those those (laughs) names that can spell like four different ways, right? It's like Lindsay, Lindsay, You you wouldn't even... I just started telling people that my name is Snow. (laughs) Like, yeah, just Snow. Okay. It's a little easier to spell. The early 90s rapper? Like the rapper. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Informer. (laughs) Can you freestyle all of Informer right now by Snow? Dude, no, I can't. I don't even know how it. it I just remember that it's like uh, I, I don't even remember the words. I don't <laughs> even know if they are words. He <laughs> <laughs> was like the whitest Jamaican dude I've ever seen in my life. It was insane. It was pretty amazing. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm so glad you referenced the rapper Snow. And I don't know how many people will get that, but if you don't, go Google or look Spotify Informer Snow, and you'll see exactly what we're talking about. So everybody yes. <laughs> um, on Instagram and on this and on Twitter, what's the uh, what's the handle for both of those? Kaiju Power, K A I J U P O W E R. At Kaiju Power, everywhere you look, and don't forget ProWrestlingTees.com, Lindsay A Y Snow. Pick up your T-shirts and in-person trading cards. All that fun stuff. Lindsay, we so much appreciate your time and best of luck to you this weekend. We look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks, Dan. Um, I also got a new coffee coming out soon. So oh, I'll keep you posted on that too. A coffee? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm literally drinking coffee out of a Santa Claus mug right now. Yeah, I'm keep you have so much cool stuff coming out. Definitely keep us up to date. I would love to sponsor coffee. Awesome. Yeah, I will for sure. For sure. <laughs> awesome. Have a good night. Enjoy your week. All right. Thank you, guys. Take care. All right. Bye-bye.